Okay, with Zoe Kim, Phone Call is a short film. It's five minutes. It's very unique and alternative. I love the style. It's kind of like, I'm sure it's polarizing to some. I loved it personally. And it's really about a, the love-hate relationship you have with your mother, I guess, right? I'm saying you, but I'm I'm assuming it's a little bit personal. Yeah, you know, I think we can all relate to a certain degree of this love-hate relationship that we have within our family dynamic, right? It's like we love them so much, but... Um, we often fail to communicate with those that we love the most. Um, so it was really derived from that initial idea of how we all just seem to try our best, but how often we all fail, um, but that we just continue to try anyway. <laughs> okay, I, it's a comedy. I, I'm aware of that. But so, but it's like they say that great, the funniest thing is it's a mixture between laughter and sadness. So Bear with me because I'll start over. I'm going to overanalyze your film a little bit. It's a little bit of a is a little bit of a cultural divide. Like I'm being general, of course, where you're you're like quote unquote Americanized and she's not like it's sort of like you're you both live different worlds, like as as children, and it's like so there's that kind of divide even with language too, right? You're kind of like mixed coming in and out of Korean and English. Is that true? Would that be a true assessment? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, not only cultural, but generational also. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of a universal um, uh, issue with, within all of us, right? Um, sometimes we um, have those like divisions and we don't necessarily know how to communicate with each other um, through all that. But for sure, um, you know, the, the mother's character is Korean born, Korean raised, lives in Korea. Her whole life has been um, one identity, which is to be Korean. And, you know, her daughter, who identifies as both, um, obviously has a little bit of a different lived experience and her truth is different. And her reality, her life, her expectations, her ambitions, where she wants to go with life is all very different. So um, I think you're right. I think that it's it's I was hoping that the comedy would come from the truth. Um yeah. 100%. That's why it's so, yeah. it's, like I said, there's a mixture of like, we relate, but there's like, it's under, there's an underlying sadness between the relationship, right? So <laughs> yeah. you want it to be good, but then too much judgment, I guess, and lack of understanding. Yeah. It's funny because it hurts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad that the audience was able to pick up on that as well because. Um, I just wanted to make people laugh, really. And um, the only way that I know how to do that is to pull from my own. It's kind of like, you know, tragedy with time is comedy, they say, right? So Yeah, I think I think I said the same way, like laughter. Yeah. Like, the funniest moment is a combination of laughter and sadness. So yeah. you also start like you're, you're everything in this film. Like I said, it's like set in like a cell phone kind of dynamic, like a like a call time kind of audio, I'm sorry, video call time dynamic. We've all I've gone through those before. So you, who is playing the mother? Who's playing the role of the mother? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting because Do you, I, you don't I'm want not... to see who's playing the role of the mother. Oh, it's, it's all me. Okay. It's all... I, just, I just want to know if it was, that's okay. So you're playing all the roles you're doing. Everything. Yeah. It's, okay. it's me, Zoe Kim playing all four characters of phone call. And, um, it's interesting how this really might have not come out had it not been for the pandemic, right? Sure. Like I, I made it out of sort of this desperation of like needing to do something, be creative, produce something. 
and during this time when it's you know it's it's been it's getting getting better now but it's been really difficult to get together and produce something make something together so yeah no like i i've 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 experienced many uh film watching many films and talking to people like yourself who like who need to do something creative and do something very innovative like you did in this film because of like the limitations i guess right so there's a there's yeah. a there's like a blessing in disguise in some aspects yeah, and this scene is uh, adapted or derived from a solo show, show that I also wrote and was birthed during the pandemic because of the same reasons. Um, I'm a theater maker here in New York City, and um, I had never before considered writing a solo show of any sort. But when the pandemic hit, it really made me think about what I can do that was positive and creative. And so I decided to make a solo show that's semi-autobiographical based on my life and I decided to take one of those scenes and turn it into this short film to kind of test out the idea and to also um, share it with the audience to see what the response might be so um, yeah it's, it's it's one scene of a much larger show which I really hope um, that anybody who resides in New York um, would like to come see when it goes up. Um, it's also slated to go to the um, Edinburgh Fringe Festival in the summer, um, oh, cool. in August. So anybody who is listening that is based in the UK, please come see it. <laughs> it's the it's um, the title of the show is "Did You Eat," which is the first line of the of the film as well. So you have your your website is the uh, the So I'm sure that the information will be on your website. We'll have a link to the podcast. Correct. Yes. Yes. For sure. Thank you. That's awesome. So, okay. So you, have you made a film before this film? Yeah, I've been a filmmaker for a long time. Um, I live in New York now, but before coming here, I was in LA for seven years. And during that time, I basically put myself through my own version of film school with a bunch of friends, just teaching myself how to make movies. Um, really out of desperation of wanting to work and wanting to be more creative. But as we all know, in this field, um, opportunities can be rare and it, it can be really difficult and challenging. So I just picked up a camera and started teaching myself how to write, how to shoot, how to edit and made a bunch of little short videos. Um, a lot, most of them being comedy, but um, also in other genres of, as well. And then I had taken a break for a little bit while I was going to graduate school. I got my MFA in acting um, in the last couple of years. So I took a little break from that. And then phone call was sort of my, you know, comeback, like, wow, I haven't made something in a while. Let me just pick up my phone and see what I can do. Um, and yeah, that's so. So I have been doing it for a while, but this is the first film that I made that that is of this kind. I never made something on my phone. Um, I never done something where it's, it's all me with no help. And I really did it because um, I, I, a friend of mine had mentioned over lunch one day that he didn't feel that he, he felt really helpless that he couldn't make anything of his own. He wanted to make films, he wanted to act, he wanted to direct and write, but he felt that he was very limited because he had no money, he had no connection, he had no equipment. And I told him, well, you know, our phones are fantastic these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, any of the smartphones have amazing cameras. Um, there's feature length films that are being made from that. So why not just pick up your phone and make it? And he kind of blew it off. You know, he was like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't really know that that's really I can really make anything of value just just using my phone. And um, 
came home and I thought, well, I'll let me try it. Let me try it and let me let me show you that it can be done because I think that it's really important for especially independent filmmakers to never feel that they don't have the power over their careers. And yeah. um, that's a good yeah. it's 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 an, it's the I'll show you film basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. So, but you already kind of had the script down because it was, like you said, it's kind of a version of your play, I guess, right? So you kind of had a snippet. You can kind of had a beginning, middle, and end story that you could tell within within this within this kind of cell phone kind of, uh, you know, I guess it's kind of like a, almost like a gadget in a sense. It's kind of like a a trick film where you can you're you using using the the limitations to your advantage i guess right 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 it was adapted um in in the way that i in the solo show that this film is adapted from there is no father character and there is no older sister character it's just the daughter the main daughter and the mother character and um to make it a little bit more dynamic and enjoyable to watch i added in the additional characters to make it a full family conversation because i felt that the scene, the way that it's written for the stage didn't necessarily translate for the screen. So I took, you know, a, a half of one scene and rewrote it um, sort of with the other characters to make it a little bit more cohesive and um, more more funny, <laughs> I think. And I and I hope it worked. You know? Yeah, 100% well, it works. That's why you're, for me it did, because that's why you're talking to me, so. Yeah. Okay, so. You basically have like three main characters, so you kind of make sure you're going to play all the roles. So you, so and you, like I said, you're doing it all yourself. So you have to make sure that that all characters kind of look different, right? So you're carried like your the younger version of yourself is wearing the hat, right? And then yeah. your mom is wearing. I, you can't do a full makeup job. I'm I'm assuming let's say your mom looks a little bit older than you. <laughs> so yeah. You the full makeup job, so you kind of have the the. Like, yeah, it was a film trick, a camera trick. Of how yeah. do I hide? How do I hide the face to make her look like face? a totally different person? Yeah. Does your mom wear that like normally, or your real mom? Yeah, yeah, she does. And um, you know, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this whole K beauty sort of, yeah. you know, trend that's going around a face mask. There's all these these different kinds, and um, also like the hair towel, and I don't know, like it's. It's something that I've seen my mom as well as just other moms, you know, walk around the house, like do housework in like this, like full on, like, and sometimes it's like cucumber, like cucumber slices on their face yeah. and other things on their face. And um, it's embarrassing, you know, like, because that they'll like, they'll go and, you know, greet neighbors with that whole get up on. And I, I used to wish like, gosh, can you just take that stuff off? It, it looks kind of insane, but um, it, I think it, it um, serves for like a funny, funny characteristic of of her character. So I, I use that. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 great. So in case, so but in terms of like say like so you're shooting on the streets, you got your cell phone out and you're pretending that you're talking to your mom in the film. So people walking on the street with you are assuming you're just talking on the phone. But are you just talking to yourself? Or is there somebody like helping you acting like playing doing the lines or just doing it yourself? I was doing it all by myself. I filmed um, one line at a time, really. Okay. Um, so I, you know, I had the script and then I sort of divided it per character. And um, for each character, I sort of filmed one line at a time, imagining what, how I would film the other scene, like how their other lines as a response to the line that I was saying. 
And yeah. then really it all came together in the editing process. I gave myself multiple versions of every line to kind of make it seem as natural as possible. Um, but yeah, it was just me looking like a crazy person in the middle of the street. It was really hot also. So <laughs> my poor neighbors, I was just going around in, in a circle in a block for like 30 minutes trying to get all the lines and give myself yeah. as many options as possible. People are just assuming you're having a conversation with your mom, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then you just, then you did the rest of the roles, I'm, I'm assuming in your apartment and kind of like. Yep, yep, different corners of the house. Did it take a while to nail the mom character? Um, no, because I know her so well, okay. you know, um, <laughs> painfully well. So sometimes I feel like it's easier for us to portray the people that we know really well better than our own selves, right? Because we we know all their idiosyncrasies and what makes them so like unique and who they are. Yeah. So the mother, the, so the mother character is um a character that I had used a lot um in my acting career every time we i need to try a different character or things like that so the mother character is very close to my heart and very easy for me to do and very fun for me to do um because it's it's my way of sharing who my mother is um to the world <laughs> has your mom seen this film um no i <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't I don't know that I feel comfortable just yet because I don't know that she, that I don't know how she would respond and I she does not know how often I portray her um in front of strangers. Um because yeah, she doesn't quite understand why she's so hilarious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um it's it's all serious business for her. Everything she says is 100% how she feels and and she she's she's not uh she's not someone who jokes around the things you know like all yeah. the all the lines that the mother character says in the film are literal words that my mother had said to me before and it she just means it she means it a hundred percent she doesn't yeah. beat around the bush that's exactly what she means and that's exactly what she means to say um so she's a very you know um face value kind of person and i'm not so sure that she would find that portrayal portrayal of herself as funny gotcha. as we all do <laughs> yeah no it makes sense it, it, it's so because she thinks that you're kind of laughing at her but you're 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 not really i guess right yeah right we're not i'm not making fun of her i just i think that that's you know yeah. those are the things that we love and hate about the people that we do so so you got into the arts pretty pretty early was uh was like how did they respond to how did they re your mom respond to that oh my god she she hates it <laughs> <laughs> she's uh yeah it's really a conversation that we can't have because um and maybe that'll be a maybe that'll be the sequel of yeah. how she responds to any sort of artistry like to this day you know i've been pursuing this field since i was five years old yeah so decades later you know she's still she's still like you know ah uh, nursing school nursing school you know doctor is not late like you know yeah. she still thinks that i have time to like go into the medical field <laughs> or something like that it's like it's not happening mom it's so like i'm it's too late <laughs> this is it but she doesn't give up she doesn't give up hope you know she's constantly comparing me to her other friends children who are in the medical field and doesn't give up hope and i, I don't know that she ever will until she dies <laughs> no because she does it's something that she doesn't understand like being a doctor or being a lawyer is pretty basic stuff not basic it's hard to do of course but you go to school 
you, you educate yourself, you get a, you get a degree, you do internships, you become a doctor, right? So yeah, it's like, I, I remember there's a really funny interview by Sandra Oh that I had watched um, one time. And she was talking about how when she was on the cover of like the magazine, I think it was like Times or something, the, you know, one of those hundred yeah. most influential people, whatever, like she was on one of those covers and she showed her mom and and um, her mom looked at her daughter on the cover of the magazine and was like, so how about how about nursing school? How about your next job? Like, now <laughs> what? You know, because they just don't understand that it could really be a, a career um, or, or yeah. that it could it could continue. The work could continue. So no, I just I just thought it was hilarious. Even after Sandra Oh like wins an Oscar and, and is is you know on the cover of all the magazines. TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Her her parents are still worried about her. <laughs> yeah. It's it, well, you know, that's 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 it's what they what they know, what they see. This is like I said, this is so obscure and so you know, they, yeah. they, they think you're they don't think people even are working hard, I guess, right? Yeah, Which is they, and they just want you to be safe, you know, they want you to have a safe, yeah. comfortable life. And and they're doing, they're saying all the things that they do out of love, truly. It just, you know, it, it's so abrasive and it doesn't land the way that they're, they mean. Um, but I really know at, at the bottom of her heart, she's only saying that because she really does worry and you want the best for your children and you want them to have a stable, safe, whatever that may be in their mind. Like that's really what they want. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that divide will just continue to exist. <laughs> so what did you think about the audience uh, feedback video that we sent you What the audience had to say about your film? It was so great because I hadn't, you know, up until I received that footage, I hadn't yet had the opportunity to watch the film with a live audience. So I really had no idea. I really yeah. had no idea how people were responding to it. Is it landing? Is it funny? Um, and so to be able to see the response of how, you know, the, the audience was so wonderful and so lovely and reassuring. And I was very grateful um, that that was shared with me and uh, just really encouraging. You know, I, I loved that. And I was I was very shocked and pleasantly surprised that everybody sort of um, mentioned all the things about the film that I really hoped would come across, yeah. but I really wasn't sure, right? Yeah. Because sometimes I I wonder, like, oh, is this too specific to me? Do you know? Is this like any? Is this something that anybody else is gonna relate to ever? And what I really learned is that you know what what's most personal is the most universal thing. You know, um, director Bong Joon has also said that during his acceptance speech for Parasite. Um, he he had commented how he thought the movie Parasite would be too Korean for the international audience yeah. because it was so personal to him because that was based on his childhood and what he realized. Oh, I didn't after, even know that it was based on his childhood. Yeah, um, and he it's, yeah because because he he grew up poor right and he struggled and um, those kind of sub level housing is pretty common for you know when you're struggling economically and. And he basically said that what I learned from making Parasite is that what's most personal, the more personal and specific a story is to you, actually the most universal it is, because we're we all go through the same same struggles in life. So his dad masqueraded as a chauffeur driver as well. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm sure that I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, no, because I, I was I was. It's interesting that you brought that up because I was um, our next door neighbors are are Korean and uh and they have this their the youngest daughter is my is best friends with my daughter and she's very creative and they always ask me like 
about like creativity because they're funny enough their oldest daughter is going to be a doctor right she's already going to be a doctor right? <laughs> of course of yeah. course she is so but she's extremely creative right so yeah and I, and I tell and I, and I tell the dad it's like look at Parasite like it's like look at like I did because I use that like that's the one of the greatest films in the last 20 years it's like they won the he won the Oscar it doesn't matter like you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I was just kind of using that as kind of an, an example. It's like, I was curious, like, why, if that changed, because I, I do interview a lot of people who actually live in South Korea, make a lot of films. And it's like, it yeah. seems like the the film industry and the creative industry just boomed in the last like 10 years. From my perspective, I could be wrong. Yeah. Like, but seeing somebody from Korea win the Oscar, win best picture, win best director, win everything, that must like make a mark on the country and the culture, no? I I I think so. Yeah. Um, I I can't speak for the whole country or the culture, obviously, but um, at least for me, it meant the world that a story like that, which I also thought was so super Korean and so specific to like our culture, our society, the way that you know our kind of people are. Um, resonate that deeply with all, all across the world um, was really encouraging and very inspiring and honestly it kind of gave me the permission to pursue my truth harder than I had before because seeing that be done and work um, you know they say that it's really hard like you have to see it to to be it right yeah. it's really important that's why representation is so important it's because it's really difficult for us to imagine the possibilities without having seen it first. Yeah. So really, I'm so grateful that he did that. He kind of made that mark and proved to the world that it can be done and yeah. just stick to what, what mad stick to the stories that matter to you. Yeah. Um, speak the truth that you, that moves you. And if you, if you really mean it, then people will get it and if you care about it then people will care too 100 yeah. um yeah so i really i really loved being able to kind of witness that in my lifetime you know i never thought in my lifetime i would see a straight up korean movie sweep the words that yeah. way you must have been that must have been amazing it's like oh my god I was, I, I was crying i was sobbing i was hard i was ugly crying because i just never thought that would ever happen in my lifetime and i really hope to continue um yeah. in in that path well he like the film is resonates in, for a lot of reasons right you can really break that film is going to be dissected for the next 50 years because i think it changed cinema where yeah. where basically it's obviously it's about the class system which is which everybody a lot of people everybody can relate with to a certain extent right, right? but it's really about the like 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 it's almost like a lighthearted comedy the first half and it's mm -hmm. like you kind of understand what the family's doing you kind of really you, you get what they're doing right but then he's like, no, 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 no. Like halfway through the film, it's like, there's going to be payback for what they did. And so tone wise, he, he changes the genre halfway through the film and yeah. you can't do that in movies, right? Like it's been proven that people will, but he got, a, he, like I said, he got, got away with it, but he was able to navigate those waters and say, I'm going to switch the film halfway through. So we're going to go to a comedy or like a drama comedy. Then we're going to go right to a thriller horror. And yeah, like, he really he really broke every rule. Yeah. He really yeah, he really just did what he wanted and it yeah. worked, you know. And you could see that everybody's trying to do that now, right? Even especially yeah, yeah. on television, right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so so that's it's it's an interesting kind of like 
Like it's not only like he swept the awards, but he changed. It's it's a landmark film in the terms of in the confines of cinema history, because he yeah because he he everything everything will change from everything changes from that then on right like Paul Fiction is probably the film before that, arguably speaking like thirty years before that and this because it's like he made that fun he made this like these disgusting people like fun, which obviously people started to do all the time in movies and TV so he's doing this in, in terms of genre right he's doing the same thing so. That's my that's yeah. my memorial for the day. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. Thank you for all that. And um yeah, just one last thing that I got to say is that I really don't know that I would have ever decided to write a story like a solo show that's based on my very personal you know, Korean American identity like my journey to the states. You know, I because my whole life I thought that my life was only relatable to me you know and I really love when I get to see works like Parasite and others and I I want to I want to encourage other artists to really believe their truth is enough and go for it because I think there's nothing more inspiring and moving than seeing somebody be okay with their truth yeah you know um so yeah, it's it's the same fear that I carry with me. Um, I I'm going to the fringe. Uh, I registered today actually, so it's official, official, official that I'm going to do that. And I'm terrified that my one thousand percent truth might not land with people. But I have to move through that fear with the faith that as long as I stay truthful. Yeah. Um, to myself that it's it it's gonna it's gonna land with at least some folks i hope because it will I land think. it will land because because you have a good you have a couple yeah. secret ingredients yeah. one you're naturally funny and two you're speaking the truth i know it sounds cliche but I think it, but it's so true it's yeah. so true you're so true you're so right yeah so i think you'll be okay so congratulations on this film hopefully well i'll be able to see the show and other people will be able to see the show and let's talk again when you make your next film yeah, that'll be great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, thanks for your candor. I appreciate it. Bye. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.